Yo, this is the Ancient Texan. A Sunday night. Kind of a unusual day. I had a talk with my son. We talked an hour and a half. We don't talk often enough, kind of. It's our consensus. But we talk a long time when we talk, and we probably should make each talk a podcast because we, we solve all the problems in the world. And since they're not recorded, though, you know, just <laughs> we have to solve the same problems over and over again. Right after I um, talked to Mike, I went, I need to get gas in my car because i got to get up at 4, take my wife to the airport. She's going to Nebraska to save the world out there. I took my dog along, bungalow. We went to get gas. He was farting. I was a little bit worried that uh, he needed to go take a crap. And so I was kind of looking for, I have a leash in the car and I was looking for that as I drove. And the car got all smelly. Got gas station. There's a lot of people there, and I did find a, you know, second position in the in the line in Wawa to get gasoline. I'm not sure why I'm telling this story, but it affected me so. Somewhere in the. emotions, there's the emotions I experience, there's a lesson. Oh, got my credit card out, chase card. My car's a plug-in hybrid. It only has like a seven-gallon gas tank or something like that because it goes pretty far and goes on the 50 miles on the electric charge and then Go another 300 miles or so on the seven gallons. So I was there, got my credit card in, was waiting for it to clear it, tell it out. And I saw this older lady talking to some other people. She'd pulled in like two, two positions over, two, two aisles over. Those two rows of gas pumps between me and her. And then, as I was about finished getting all the red tape with, you know, my credit card, she come up and she said, I'm out of gas and money. Can you help? And I said, yes, I can. I said, let me finish getting my uh, gas pump going here. You know, so I finished selecting my grade and putting in the thing and then getting the, you know how you can fix the pump where it keeps pumping by itself. And then I followed her and she said, you know, 
can you help me with my Cadillac? So I kind of had a reaction to the word Cadillac. Because I think Cadillac, expensive. Uh, normally it would be like an old 98 for white people and Cadillac for black people. At least my old school. And I walk over with her and it's a Cadillac that's probably early 90s and it's still pretty good shape i said how long you had the car and she said we got it secondhand it's a year and a half and there's places where i have to be really careful because I don't know if I have some, you know, magical gift that I can pick up people or I just read body language and face language and the way they carry themselves and their voices. But even now, if I let her image come into my being, I feel so much pain. And I know it's not my pain, it's her pain. And I've learned by the time people are able to come over and ask for help, they really need it. And I did small talk with her about her car where she lived and she said over in Delaware and I can't even quite the words that we were saying were not really relevant and I couldn't ask the questions I wanted to know like I wanted to know what's happening in your life that you're at a gas station Station asking a stranger for help. I wanted to ask, why do I feel so much pain when I look at you? When I was a coward, couldn't go there. Gone there a few times in my life and it's hard for me to come back. I do, but it's so I kept it on the superficial. 
put my gas card in, ask her what grade of gas she got, and she said the 87, I punched that, I handed her the, the pump, and she said, thank you, and then she opened it, and she put the gas thing in, she said, how much can I put in, and I said, fill it up. And she said something like, bless you, or something. It was very, very short that she was looking down and kind of imagined she felt ashamed, although I can't say I felt that. It was something else a lot deeper and a lot more going on. Then I... I left her there. Uh, I wanted to talk to her, but I'd also, I was actually afraid. I was afraid of letting her in. She was about 70, my age, thin. If you took all the pain away, you'd probably be a reasonably attractive 70-year-old. Dressed nice. She'd had, you know, the fact she had a Cadillac at some point in time and that she would buy that kind of car speaks to someone that has had stuff. I would never, never is a big word, but Cadillac says to me, elite, and I just couldn't go there. And then I started walking back, and some ways it got even more amazing. Because I walked back, a, a black man walked up to me. Um, it turns out he was 70 years old, named Robert Grayhair. And he asked me, is she all right? And I said, no, she isn't. And I said, I helped her with some gas. She told me she was out of money, out of gas and out of money. And he said, you did good. I walked over and he was on the back side of the pump I was going on. And then he walked over and put out his hand. I said, I'm Robert. And I said, I'm Robert. And he says, you did good there. He said, I just moved from Philadelphia. Just my wife and me, we just moved down here. We're over in Newark, which is, you know, five to ten minutes from my house, depending on which part of Newark. I expect since he's at that gas station, it's part of Newark that's the five minutes away from me. I told him I like you. I said, do you want to get together for 
coffee or something, you know, and exchange phone numbers. And he said, yes, I do. So he went to his car and he gave me his phone number and I typed it in. And then I won't tell you his last name, protect his privacy. And I told him my last name. And I said, I'd like to get together and have coffee and get to know you. And he said, I just put in my phone under the section, new friends, Robert. We had a little more small talk and then I looked over and the lady was gone. I guess, well, maybe that'd be like 50 bucks. I checked on my Chase credit card. It was 56 bucks. Doing a lot of pondering, like, how is it that we live in a world that people just fall through the cracks and they have nowhere to go but to walk over to a stranger? Oh, I think about it and just doing this podcast. My stomach's a little on the unsettled side. Not quite sick, but definitely feeling it in my stomach. I don't know, but as humans, we've got to learn how to take care of each other. Life's kind of hard enough. As the Buddha says, everybody suffers. Everybody has pain. And unless you understand that, you're going to suffer. I'm not here to do the whole Buddhist philosophy right now. But the Buddhist, three or four thousand years ago, had a lot about life figured out. Figured out. Figured out. Well, I'm glad to be alive. I was glad to experience that. Um, It was a life lesson just brought and delivered to me. I kind of have the philosophy that when people ask for help, they really need it. And that if it's at all within my power, when somebody asks me for something, I try to make no judgment. I don't even question them where it sounds like I'm judging. I just try to accept them and help them. And within my power, make their day a little better. Then it was such a nice gift for this black man to walk over to me and put out his hand, say he'd like to to go have coffee with me. That is one cool, successful day. This is the ancient Texan.
Hope you have a good one. Namaste.